Hello, welcome to another episode of our podcast. And today I want to share something with you that is very important for our day. You see, about 2,000 years ago, something huge happened on earth and in heaven. The world as it was known then changed forever. And the biggest event took place until that time. This event is recorded for us. And this event is the most powerful event. It's the event that changed everything. This event is the event that transformed the way the world is perceived. What event am I talking about? I'm talking about the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. It was such a phenomenal thing that it shook all things. Yes, it took some time for it to get to a place where it is known all over the world. But it did get there. This event, the resurrection of Christ, is powerful. It is the good news of his death, burial, and resurrection. Is what a person needs to have a new life. That event that took place about 2,000 years ago ushered in a new possibility. It was through that event that the captives were set free. It was through that event that men became free from darkness. The knowledge of what took place, the announcing of what took place to the people Changed their lives. When Jesus resurrected from the grave, he appeared to his disciples, he appeared to over 500 people. He showed himself. His resurrection was so, so powerful that. It sealed the deal for everyone that believed him before his death. When he resurrected, the Bible says he was raised with glory. He was raised with power. He was raised with such authority that all knees bowed to his name. For he was given a name that at the mention, that not mention, that at the name, at the name, not the mention of the name, at the name of Jesus, which actually is Yeshua, 
which is the same word for Joshua. At the name of Jesus, every knee should bow. It's not negotiable. You have to understand this. It's not negotiable. All the forces in existence know that name. And they know they should bow to that name. There is a power behind that name that forces every knee to submit, to surrender to it. You can't argue it. You can't say you are not bowing. There is a force that was released. That force was the same force that raised him from the dead. When that force gets a hold of a man, it sets him free and goes on to make him free. That name commands power. That name commands resources. It commands all things. The Bible says God had highly exalted him. Highly exalted him that at his name, at his name, every knee should bow. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter what it is. It must bow. It's not negotiable. There's no court of law you can go to to decline bowing, submitting, surrendering. When that name comes up, every knee bows. Every knee bows. When Jesus resurrected, his resurrection was proof that what he said is true. When I say proof that what he said is true, what am I saying? I'm saying that when he resurrected, there could be no possible argument. I'm not just talking about people who saw him after his resurrection. I'm not just talking about that. I'm talking about even today, not just the people, but systems, governments, friends and foes, enemies, no matter who you are. Everything at the resurrection of Christ. Let me talk to you a little bit about systems, authority, and power. You have to, you have to remember this. The Bible tells us in Genesis chapter 1 that God created the heavens and the earth. He did. He created the heavens and the earth. Nothing created itself. God did. Everything in their original state were created by God. And everything God created was said to be good. In fact, to get that, they were said to be very good. So they conformed to the idea behind their creation. When God created these things, all of them were standing, existing according to God's plan. So there was a law. Their existence was backed by a law that says this is how this is going to be, this is how it's going to look, this is how it's going to function. And this is how it's going to function in relation to other things. So these are going to be the laws that governs the existence of each individual thing and all things together. And this is how they are going to interact. So there was a law. 
all these things were fixed, not just at the individual level of things, but also as a group or family of things. So it was, it was settled. The laws of existence was not determined by anyone except God. So based on the fact that God created all things, it means that all things function according to design, according to purpose. So the functionalities of a thing was determined by its purpose. So it was designed to meet up with that purpose. So it was given functions and abilities innate within it to make it do certain things. So we know this. So the same God who created all these things said that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow, which tells us that all things in existence today are mandated by law that they cannot break. They are mandated, compelled, forcefully. Iskus, that's a Greek word in the New Testament. They are, the force behind his name is backed by divine decree that when that name shows up, everything conforms to that name. So Jesus Christ was given a name to rule all things. The Bible says he has preeminence. It says all things in, in him, all things consist. All things without exception. It doesn't matter whether it is light or darkness. All things conform. All things consist in him. All things submit to him at his name, at his authority, his exousia. All things bow. To bow means to agree with him. It's done. I mean, if you exist, you are under law. The law of his resurrection. Because by his resurrection, he was raised. He was exalted. He resurrected. He was raised. His resurrection is being raised to the highest position to be head over all things. So he was raised and all things were put under him. Yes, the Bible says that it does not yet appear that all things were put under him. But the power to put all things under him is already in effect. That's the name. The name backs the power. The, rather, the name controls the power. The power backs the name. At his name, all things, all knees bow. So there was a change of order from the Adamic authority, Adamic name. God called them Adam. God gave Adam a name, an authority. A name is authority, it is character. It's also a, a description of, a, of the purpose of a thing. So God, so the resurrection of Christ was a reprogramming of existence of all things in the universe. In heaven, on earth, and underneath the earth. So, what does that mean? The name of Jesus Christ is given to those who believe in him. So, there is a name, there is a person, there is a name, there is the power that backs that name. Now, the power that backs the name enforces 
certain things. What does it enforce? It enforces what the purpose of raising Christ. This purpose, this purpose must be enforced. This is the will of God. Jesus Christ enforces the will of God. That's what it means to reign. To bring all things into conformity to his name, to his person, to his character, to who he is. So all things are brought to subjection. They are brought into submission. What is his character? Righteousness. What is his character? Righteousness. So every time something is unrighteous, the name of Jesus Christ, at the name of Jesus, all things must bow. So with his name, the earth, the heavens are brought into his righteousness to match his character. He is righteous. So all things must be what? As he is. That's what he's saying. So when you bear the name of the Lord, yourself must agree with his character. If there's anything in you, if there's anything around you in the world that is not as it should be, you are supposed to use the name of Jesus to make it to conform. We as children of God, new creations in Christ, we have his name to make all things to what? To conform. To his righteousness. You make cities to conform. Families to conform. To righteousness. To love. You make things good. You redeem the times. For the days are evil. You make all things as they should be. You command righteousness. You command love. In his name. When you have his name because you are born again, born from above, a new creation, your job is to use the name of Jesus. To use the name of Jesus Christ to make all things conform in your life. Start with you. Sickness must bow. Your body must bow to righteousness. Not sickness, not death, but what? Righteousness, life. It talks about the love, the spirit of life, which has made me free from the law of sin and death. So wherever you find sin and death, you are supposed, you see, the Bible tells us in Romans chapter 8, it says that the endless expectation of creation, all things you see, you see, their expectation, the endless expectation of creation waited anticipates the manifestation of the sons of God. The earnest expectation of creation around you waits for you. Waits for you to enforce the new order, which is righteousness. It waits for you to enforce God's will on earth. And what is the will of God? Righteousness. God's righteousness. Love. Peace, joy, fellowship, purity, 
holiness. Yes, that's what he's talking about. You have his name. So you look around you, you find something that's not conforming to love, to righteousness. You use the name. You use the name. You say, you can't be like this. You see something in your family you don't like. Say, you can't be like, my, this family can't be like this. My body can't be like this. My relationship can't be like this. My marriage can't be like this. My children can't be like this. My neighborhood can't be like this. They, my neighborhood can't be infested with criminal activities. My, my neighborhood can't be filled with children without guidance, without parents. My environment can't be filled with thieves. It can't be filled with men who are under the spell of the enemy. Who are submitting their members, their bodies to, to sin, to unrighteousness. It starts with you. So you shall be witnesses of me. So what am I saying? The event that happened about 2,000 years ago, the resurrection of Jesus, which was so great, the devil had to shut it up. You know, when, the, when Jesus resurrected, the Pharisees, the Sadducees, the elders of Israel at the time, found out that he had resurrected. Wasn't that enough to convince them that he is, he is who he is? No, you see, they were never interested in God. They were never interested in righteousness. They were just interested in the power they had over the people. And they saw Jesus as a threat to that power because they said all men follow him. So what did they do? Simple. They killed him. So when he resurrected, they were like, oh, okay. So they bribed the guards and said, look, tell the people that his disciples came to steal his body when you fell asleep at night. Don't worry about your boss, Pilate, who will secure you with him. Take this money and make sure that's what you do. And that's exactly what happened. They started telling people that his disciples stole him. But thank God for those who saw him. They didn't see a dead body. They saw a living Jesus with the holes in his hands and feet and the gap at his side. So you have that name today. Use it. Use it on yourself. Use it on your body. Use it on your finances. Use the name of Jesus. You see, the, the, the name of Jesus, the spirit of Jesus, is so powerful. Let me let me give you an idea. Let me show you something. You know, you may not know everything written, but you have his name and you have his spirit in you. So what do you do? One thing is sure. One thing is sure. Evil is evil, no matter where you go. Pain is pain, no matter where you go. Depression is depression, no matter where you go. Stealing is stealing, no matter where you go. Lying is lying, no matter where you go. Your conscience tells you that's not the right thing. If you are born again, you have the Spirit of God in you, you'll be sensitive to things. Somebody lies to you. 
and you don't have evidence against them, there will be evidence in you. You will know that this person is lying. Why? Because the Holy Ghost is the spirit of truth. When you agree with God, with Christ, and you have the Holy Spirit in you, the spirit of truth, who leads you into all truth. When somebody lies, when the situation is not what it should be, you just have this intuition that, nah, something is wrong. There's something wrong about this situation. What do you do? You don't, you don't wait for full evidence. What do you do? You use the name of Jesus. You speak to the situation. As you speak in the name of Jesus, as you speak with the authority, you say, this is not right. So I address you in the name of Jesus Christ. Bow. Yes, you can do that. Of course, the, the scriptures to back up your intuition, intuition would come up later. You'll say, oh, oh, the Bible says so. No wonder I was, it, it sounded off to me. You know. So, 2,000 years ago, this power, this name was given to mankind. And everything in the world was now rewired to bow to that name. That means it doesn't matter the situation or place or whatever it is. They are supposed to bow to that name. You find something, you find poverty, you speak to the situation and say, poverty, you are not righteous, so you can't stay. So in the name of Jesus Christ, I, I command you, I command you to agree, confirm to righteousness. Poverty is not righteous. It's not righteousness. Lack isn't. Confusion isn't. Darkness isn't. Rape isn't. Selfishness isn't. Depression isn't. Anxiety isn't. All these things are not of God. So you change the situation with the name of Jesus. You stand in that name. That name. That spirit is in you. You go there with the full consciousness of that name. That because I'm born again, I'm an heir of God. I, the Spirit of God bears witness with my spirit. I'm, a, I'm an heir of God. I'm a joint heir with Christ. I'm God's son, God's daughter, God's child. So in the name of Jesus Christ, I speak to my body. No more asthma. I speak to my body. That's what you're going to do. No more malaria. No more fever. That's not righteous. That's not right. You have to change. I speak. You, you lay hands on your body. You lay hands on the situation. Your car may be, you know, uh, having issues all the time. You always have the mechanics. What, what do you do? You lay hands on the car. You say, this is, this is not righteous. In the name of Jesus, you speak in tongues. You lay hands on it and you command it. And you say the change. Yeah. You see the change? Something will change. Do that with your body. Do that with your children. Do that with your house. Are you always finding situations in the house where there's a lack of this particular thing? Maybe food? Maybe money? Say, no, this is not right. I am not conformed to this world. 
but I am transformed. My mind is renewed. So in Jesus' name, my mind is renewed. Because your mind is renewed, you know this situation is not right. And that's why you bring transformation in his name. Because the power that raised him from the dead is behind that name. It From death to life. From death to life. From lack to abundance. From poverty mentality to abundance mentality. From sickness to health. From confusion to clarity. The clarity of purpose. You have to... See, renewing of your mind simply means you thought a certain way before, which is contrary to God's way. Then the word of God comes to you and tells you, that is the wrong way to think. This is the right way to think. Your mind is renewed. Now that you know that you have been thinking wrong and the situation you were okay with is not actually a good one, that means you are now willing to change. It brings repentance, a change in your thinking. Once you now know the truth, now you use the name and say, now I know this is not right, so I'm going to change you. So in the name of Jesus, what do you do? You command a change. And the power that raised Jesus from the dead will come upon that situation. It comes through your voice. It comes upon that situation and changes it. All you need is a mind renewer through the word of God. Then you command a change. And don't worry about it. Once you command a change, go give God praise. It's all right. Give it time. It will change. It will change. That's what you need. It will change. You command change in the name of Jesus. Through the name. The name is his authority. You use the authority of Christ. You use his authority. That name is for changing things from bad to good. From weakness to strength. From darkness to light. From imprisonment to freedom. From bondage to freedom. From lack to abundance. From not enough to more than enough. Imagine if you do that every day. Soon enough, your life will have no lack. Then you'll have to go outside. Like you begin to see things. You see, your, your, your field of oppression, your coasts begins to expand. You find out that you're no longer restricted. You're no longer constricted by darkness. You enjoy more liberty. You have more latitude. That's what you see. That's what you see. So what do you do? You use the name. The authority starts with you. In fact, as you are listening to me right now, what you should do is to act. Look around you. That's why you need to study the word. There are things you don't know are not right. That you have been accepting. Reason, listen, the reason why that thing has remained with you, even though you are born again, is because you don't know to change it. You never knew it was not okay. So when you read the word, you find out, oh, actually I'm not supposed to be sick. Not even headaches. Yeah, not pain. Oh, I'm not supposed to lack. Oh, really? Yeah. So how come? I've been experiencing it for a while, all my life. So once you find out, that's repentance. 
it brings repentance. Your mind is transformed. Your mind is renewed. And because your mind is renewed, you are open to God's way. You are open to the new idea of righteousness, of abundance, of sound health, sound mind, supernatural intelligence, excellence, perfection. Your mind is open to all these things. Because your mind is open to this, the inherent ability of God in you is now able to flow through your commands. So when you speak based on this, it carries power. And you will see that your life will be run according to the word of God that you speak, that you command. No more sickness in my body. Body, no sickness for you. Headache is not acceptable. Not to talk of fever. Not to talk of a disease or sickness. So in the name of Jesus, by the authority of Christ, I command transformation. And you maintain it with such. The Bible says that by a prophet, he brought them out of Egypt. He brought them out of bondage. He brought them out of darkness. And by a prophet, he preserved them. So the words on your mouth are prophetic words. You, you come out by prophetic words, which is the word of God. A more sure word of prophecy, which you do well to hold on to as a light in a dark place until the day dawns and the day star rises in your heart. So you come out by the word, prophetic word on your lips, the word of God. And you keep it so. You keep sickness at bay. You keep lack at bay. You keep all these things by the word of God. Then you find out in the area of finance, you find that you start prospering. Why? Because firstly, you know that poverty is not of God. So you don't permit it in your mind. You don't accept it in your mind. And the second thing is that everything you do now will begin to prosper. Because you do something, you expect it to succeed. You have a different mindset now. A mind that expects to succeed. You don't ever think of failure. It's not a possibility with you. So when you see something that you, if you do something and you expect it to prosper and it's like it's not trying, it's not, what do you do? Say, no, this is not permitted. You don't accept. The reason why many are lacking is because their minds have accepted the lack. Many are sick because their minds have accepted the sickness. That's why the word of God needs to be preached. People need to know the truth. Then change their minds. Because what you permit is what stays. What you reject leaves you. If the devil can get you to accept poverty, that's what you have. If he can get you to accept that you will not amount to much, that's what you will have. If he can get you to accept that, yeah, well, that's just the way the world is. Just get by whatever you can do. And that's what you're going to have. But when you get the word of God and tells you the devil is a liar, you're not supposed to be poor, you're not supposed to be sick, you're not supposed to lack, you're not supposed to uh, live in pain or misery or from tragedy to tragedy, uh, you know, then you can begin to use the name. You use the authority and change things. So 2,000 years ago, this was made available to us. How well have people done concerning that? Not, yeah, I mean, that name, that resurrection power changed the world, actually. All the, all the uh, advancement you see in civilization, advanced civilizations, technologies, uh, all these things, came because of what happened 2,000 plus years ago. Exactly. Now, this all happened in spite 
or despite the fact that the devil kept telling people that Jesus never resurrected. That lie is being exposed as a fraud because people are using the name and are getting results. Yes, there are those who are still under that lie, under that spell. No, it's a lie Jesus never raised, it was never raised. So that's why we preach the gospel to them. To renew their minds, to repent from the lies of Satan and believe the truth. And of course, experience a transformation. Yes, there are those who believe that God doesn't exist. It doesn't mean God doesn't exist. Just because they believe so, it doesn't change anything. It affects them, not us who believe. So the word comes to you, you believe the word, you use the authority, you bring about transformation. From repentance to transformation. From repentance to faith to transformation. So listen to me carefully. You have the name and there's a power that can never be shut down behind that name. So the name is the authority of Christ, of God. Jesus said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. All authority, all exousia has been given to me. And that name, that authority commands dunamis, miracle working power. If you are born again, you have that name. Let the word of God persuade you that excellence is possible, that perfection is possible, that immortality is possible, that abundance is possible, wealth, riches are all possible that you can have a sound mind, that you can live free of depression, anxiety, sadness, unhappiness, that you can be happy, you can be full of joy, you can be passionate, you can be excited about life again, which is what the word of God tells us. When you believe this, you go out there and anything that challenges that word, that belief in Christ, you bring it to its knees. Your mind needs to be persuaded first then you will be confident to use the name, to use the power to bring transformation. God bless you. So what you do is this. I don't know what you want to change, what you've noticed. I mean, I believe that as I was, you know, sharing with you, you would have some, one, one or two things would have come to your mind like, ah, this is not right. I just didn't know what to do about it. Now I found out what to do about it. So in the name of Jesus, this situation change. In Jesus, that's all. Give it time. It will change. Now, when you are doing this, when you say it for it to change, don't use the same mouth to curse yourself. Don't say, I have a headache or I am sick. You just said that your body should reject sickness. You don't speak sickness into your body again. That's what happens to many people. They speak the word of God. Then, you know, something happens to influence them. Then they speak the opposite again. Then they kind of cancel it out. So you have to watch out for what you say. Once you command the change you want, which is what the word of God reveals to you, be careful not to say or do things that contradicts your utterance your prophetic word over your body or your finance or your home, your marriage, your relationship, uh, whatever you want to change. So be careful about that. Be careful about that. Remember, the, the mind renewer is by the word of God. 
That's why you need to study the scriptures. Then when you find out that something in your life does not agree with the scriptures, don't change the scriptures. Change your life with the scriptures by doing what I told you to do. And don't do things, you know, that sends a message that you don't really believe what you commanded. For example, uh, you, you want rain. You want it to rain. You, you, maybe you have a farm or you have a garden and you want it to rain because you don't want your crops to die. And it has not rained for a while. So what do you do? You pray for rain. And if you're going out and you're expecting it to rain because you prayed, you don't go out without an umbrella. By not going out, by going out without an umbrella, you are saying, I don't really think it will rain. So you are contradicting your faith utterance, your prophetic word. So you act like you believe. You make sure you are fully persuaded. You meditate on the word until it changes your mindset. When you command with a changed mindset, a renewed mind, results will follow. That's the way it's supposed to be. That's what God says. Hallelujah. So remember, be persuaded by the truth, the word of God. Be fully persuaded. Look around you. Use the word of God to scan your life. Use the word of God to scan your environment. You know what the word says, then you look around. Is there anything in my environment, in my body, in my life that contradicts the world? Once you locate such things, they have to change. It has to go. Sickness has to go the moment you know that God doesn't want you sick. Poverty has to go the moment that you know that God doesn't want you poor. Lack has to go. Uncontrollable anger has to go. So you find the word of God that speaks concerning that then you make sure it persuades you. You agree. You meditate on the word again and again and again until your mindset changes about the situation to conform with the will of God, with the word of God. So, once your mind is like, you speak. As you are hearing me, power is coming to you. Just based on this message alone, because it's anointed, you can go ahead and speak to that situation. Take advantage very quickly because you'll find that you are being stirred in your spirit. Don't wait. Don't let it go down. Use it immediately. Go ahead and speak. Do it now. In Jesus' name. So that's the word I have for you today and I believe that it has blessed you. I love you dearly. I want you to change your life because Jesus said you will be witnesses of me. So you shall receive power, dunamis, the power to make change happen. Then when you can make change happen, then you'll be witnesses all over the world. From, Jerus from Jerusalem to Judea to Samaria to the uttermost part of the world, of the earth. So you, you begin to bring transformation everywhere you are and everywhere you go. You expand your coast until the whole world is covered. So this gospel of the kingdom, the kingdom is about power. It's about power. When it says the, the gospel of the kingdom is the authority of Christ over all else. You preach it. How do you preach the gospel of the kingdom? By what I just taught you today. Start where you are. Where you are is your Jerusalem. Then you extend, you expand. 
you enlarge your coast until you cover the earth. But start where you are. Start where you are. Start where you are. Start from yourself. Move to you, someone else in your family or you stay together. Cover your ent entire nuclear family. Then move to your extended family. Then friends, neighbors, you know. I mean, you don't live where you are and jump to somebody in the next town. Yeah, I mean, you can... That, I'm not saying you should not witness to people outside your immediate environment. Yeah, you can do that. But your eyes are, on, you know, are on things around you, your immediate environment. Start with that. You can monitor that for change. You can observe that. When you are good at doing that, when you get better by starting with yourself, then moving to new things around you, God can trust you for other things, other areas. He will move you. He will bring people into your life. Then you will help them. You will teach them what you know. And they too will begin to influence the environment. So that's exactly what we are talking about today. So I pray for you that this message will bring about a mind renewal. I pray for you to receive a warrior mindset. I pray for you. That you will no longer tolerate evil. That you will no longer tolerate mediocrity. That you will no longer tolerate lack, sickness, poverty, depression, anxiety, sadness, unhappiness. You will no longer tolerate failure. You will no longer tolerate indiscipline. You will no longer tolerate anything that is below the standard of God in your life. You won't permit it. Receive grace to have this kind of warrior mindset. A mindset of the warrior a, a, a prof, you know a proficient mindset that changes things from bad to excellent that makes things great not just good but great until it gets greater and greater and greater to the perfect day receive grace to do this in the name of Jesus right now use this message for your body are you sick in your body? Go ahead and lay hands on your body and say, body, you are not supposed to be sick. Take advantage of the power in this message. Take advantage of the anointing that is available to you. The grace being released to you because the message is loaded with the power of God. Receive it and speak to that situation and change it. It's just, is your relationship bad? Speak to it. God bless you. Father, I thank you for those who are listening to this message right now. Every one of them will have a testimony. I pray they will have testimonies within the first 24 hours of you listening to this. And I pray, Lord God, that as many hear their testimonies, they will be fully persuaded also to do the same thing. I pray, Lord God, as they listen to this message, their lives are transformed and they share with others that need to listen to. And this message goes around the world. From Jerusalem to the uttermost part of the world. They share with family and friends. With colleagues, neighbors. And transformation continues. I pray for every one of you listening. Your lives will not remain the same. In Jesus name. God bless you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for listening. And thank you very much for sharing. Those of you who have been sharing with friends. Thank you very much. Uh, what you make happen for others, God will make happen for you. As you are sharing the gospel with others, God will bless you and multiply you and increase you and make you better. 
and equip you to reach out to more people. And I pray for you that you will always do well in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you very much. If you want to join us in spreading this message, please share this podcast with people, friends, families, neighbors, colleagues. Share with strangers. You meet people, share with them. If it has blessed you, why don't you share it with somebody else? If you want to partner with us in the ministry, get in touch with, with us. Go to our website, www.marvelassembly.org. Send us an email. Would gladly receive it, read it, and get back to you. So I and you can also send me a message on if you are listening to this through the Anchor app. There's a place where you can, if you are registered with Anchor, you can actually record a message and send to me. I would receive it, read it, and be blessed by it. So please help us get the message out there. Help us get the message out there. Share with friends and families. God is doing something new. Revival is starting. God has given us a message. There are many things we want to share. There are many things. And if you want to join us as a volunteer, if you are born again, come. If you want to work for God in this ministry, get in touch with us. Send us a message. Send us an email. Say, man, of, I want to partner with you in prayer. I want to partner with you in getting the message out there. I want to partner with you with the things that will be necessary to get the message out there. I want to do that. Count me in. Whoever you are, that your, your, you know, your heart is being stirred to join us. I pray for you. I bless you in the mighty name of Jesus. This month is the month of gathering. This month is the month of bringing out the best in us. Reaching out to the sick, reaching out to the poor, reaching out to the helpless, the needy, reaching out to those who are crying for help with the gospel and praying for them also. Healing the sick, bringing out the prisoner out of prison. Yes, raising the dead, opening blind eyes, opening deaf ears, causing the dumb to speak, the lame to walk, the dead raised to life. The power has been given to us. If you believe in Jesus, you have that power. You have the name. Use that name, that authority to change your world. As you do, God bless you. God bless you. My name is Israel Femi. And I thank you for listening to me. Thank you for always being there to listen. And thank God for the testimonies that you have been experiencing, the change, the transformation, the mind renewal, and your environment being affected. Uh, for good. We have our testimonies of family members being blessed. Marvel Assembly is a place to be. Marvel Assembly is God's house, God's family. Marvel Assembly is a city of God. Yes, it's a city of God, the heavenly Jerusalem. Yes, it's the mountain of the Lord's house over the mountains of the earth. Come and be a part of this transformation. Lives have been touched, lives have been changed. Transformation is taking taking place. Let your life not be an exception. Let not your families go without this blessing. Bless them with this message. Share extensively. Share. Do whatever it is to get the message out there. Get in touch with us. Send us your testimonies. Send us what has happened to you. Details. And if you need prayers, if you need prayers, let us know. We'll pray for you. In fact, 
will always pray for you. Send, we are always praying for you anyway. But if you have a specific prayer request, send them to us and we would pray for you. I pray you do that. See, when God touches you and changes your life, there's no more argument. You know. You know. If you think God doesn't exist, it's easy to prove the existence of God. Get a Bible. See, read the Bible. Find out what God says about himself. You will find out that in the Bible, God says certain things about himself that he, because he is God, he will do this, he will do this, he will do this, he does this, he does this, he does that. So what do you do? It's very simple. If somebody says he is as fast as Usain Bolt, how does he prove it? He runs and shows you. How do you prove that God exists? You find out what it, what it says about you. You see, the thing is this, you believe it to prove it. If you believe in God genuinely and after believing you don't see anything, hey, you, you lose nothing. You lose nothing. So what do you do? Believe to find out. If you believe and you find out that it's a fraud, then let it go. But I guarantee you, if you believe, your life will be changed. I guarantee it. If you truly believe, your life would be changed. Those of us that believed, we know what happened to us. We are proof that he is real. And that he sent Jesus to die for the sins of mankind and raise him for our justification the third day. So I love you. I care about you in the ministry. Myself and my team, we love you. would love to hear from you. would love to welcome you. We'll be having programs this month. And I, I want you to look forward to that. It will change you. We are bringing in people, families from all over the world to join us in the program. And I promise you, we have been preparing all year last year, including the month of January. We have been preparing for you. We have been praying and fasting. We have been studying the scriptures. And this is what we have been doing. And it's all in, that, in preparation to welcome you for that change you have been clamoring for, waiting for, desperate for. To In this meeting that we're going to be having for you, our outreach, you are going to experience that change you have always wanted. Your lives will never remain the same. So God bless you. God bless you as you anticipate our next program. We'll get in touch with you. If you want to know, uh, we'll probably, I mean, it will be on our website, definitely. Check out our website and uh, subscribe to our website. Subscribe for our newsletter. Uh, join our mailing list and you will have first-hand information about new programs and everything else we we'll want to get across to you and you know through inform informing you yes so god bless you thank you holy spirit thank you lord jesus what a day we have had what a meeting uh, what a message hallelujah okay um I, I i'm getting from the lord there's someone listening to me and you want God to do something. You actually want... Um, I'm sensing that you actually are... Hmm, you need mercy. God wants to bless you. 
God wants to bless you. Listen to me. You are not hearing this message by, you know, by error. God made it possible for you. What you should do, say, Lord, I believe. Just say it right now. Say, Lord, I believe. I believe. Because I'm sensing you have been confused. It's like you have been caged. You, you surround. I, I'm seeing... I'm seeing someone that wants to come out of a... Uh, mm. Say, Lord, I believe. Just say, Lord, I believe. I confess you as my Lord. You are ready. You just don't know how to come to the Lord. So, listen. Um, if you believe in Jesus, that Jesus died so that you won't have to die and go to hell because of your sins that you've, you know, you've sinned so much... And the reward of your sin, the wages of sin is death. Not just physical death, but spiritual death and, a, and an eternity in hell. You know, forever condemned, destroyed. Now, Jesus Christ, instead of you dying, he died in your place. So that you can have the mercy of God. So Jesus' death is mercy from God to you. All you need to do is believe it and receive it. That's all. If you believe this, then simply call his name. Say, Jesus, Jesus, save me. That's all. I believe you can save me. I repent. I stop my, I reject my unbelief. I stop doubting you. I repent to believing you. So I believe you. That I acknowledge you that you are Lord. Help me. Save me. I receive your salvation. Your life. Your eternal life. Right now. In Jesus name. Amen. Simple. Send me a message. You know yourself. I feel strongly about this. You just want. Mm, mercy for you. Receive mercy. I bless you. Receive mercy. Your situation is very, very, very complicated. Your situation is, is, is terrible. You are in such a state that you don't even know what to do. No one seems to be able to help you. Even, seems like even pastors are not able to help you. Something that used to work is not working. Receive help. Come out of darkness. Hmm. Okay. This is what the Lord is telling me. You did something so bad that you are not qualified for mercy. Hmm. I see you in your body. I see you, your physical body. I see you at the corner. But the spirit took over you. The spirit took over you. So definitely... So definitely, come out of her. Come out of him now in Jesus' name. Amen. You are free. God bless you.